You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Welcome everyone to uh, this one-off, maybe part of a series, who knows, uh, podcast here that's going to be about the Providence Crabs and PBE in general. Um, I am Dustin Dustalation, whatever you want to call me. I've been called a lot, a lot of not so good things, but um, I'll be uh, kind of guiding this podcast. And with me in the booth or the um, server uh, voice channel, we'll say, is uh, Sportsboy57, uh, his player, Sportsboy57. Um, I didn't know you could just have a one-name name, but that's uh, interesting to know. And uh, yeah. he's the standout rookie reliever for the uh, Providence Crabs here. Hello. So good to have you on board. Uh, try to earn a cool uh, few million or so uh, so we can keep uh, progressing. Um, I... Uh, we are recording this on uh, Saturday evening, so the uh, or mid afternoon, I guess, if you're on the West Coast. But uh, uh, Saturday evening, um, after the Sims have been done, so the Crabs at this point in time are just a few games over 500, a couple games back from the Voyagers, kind of uh, hovering around. You know, this most recent Sim wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst either. Um, Things have been just kind of, I don't know, how would you describe it? To me, it's kind of like, just can't quite string it all together all the time. Like, sometimes it's just the team explodes, and it'll be like a 12-2 game, and then other times you can't buy a run, and, and the pitching isn't exactly, or, or sometimes the pitching just, for whatever reason, it's like the best pitching in the in the Legends conference, but then sometimes randomly it's just like gives up a bunch of weird runs bad team so um yeah i feel like if we can stay consistent and like maybe if we get where 12 run games maybe save half for other games we would be well in the lead but at least we're not doing this in the playoffs which yeah. is yeah well and that's what it's all about i mean we we gotta just kind of get to the playoffs and then we have a chance, right? It's kind of how I look at it where a lot can happen in the playoffs. So obviously you want, you want the best seed you can get um, right now. You know, like I said, we're two games behind New York and then, um, and two uh, games behind boys. Right. Whatever you say it in the, um, in the wild card. So, I mean, it's, we're hovering, right. And we actually have a, a good um, seven-game lead over the Buffalo, our our fierce uh, uh, division rivals, the Buffalo Surge. So, like, it's yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it's not too bad. Obviously, we'd like to win the division, but um, the Sloths are looking really good too out in the West. So, um, I'm thinking, you know, we could maybe sneak sneak through with the division, but it feels like we're gonna at minimum make the playoffs. So, um. At this point, I mean, <laughs> making the wild card is kind of the the hard route, right? Because you have to play the most yeah. games. But I'm thinking we could probably um, make some noise in the in the playoffs. You know, sneak a few games here and there. That's that's all it takes. You know, um, win a couple games, say on the road or or something. You know, in an unexpected yeah, yeah. Uh, fashion. So. Um, and especially with the Voyagers going two for eight in their last ten, yeah, two and eight in their last ten, that's huge. We were like so far behind, and now we can smell a division lead. Yeah, they were they were on a four game losing streak and a bit of a sliding um, path here. And then looking ahead at the Voyager schedule, they have some tough games ahead of them here. They have a three-game series against Boise um, and a two-game series against the Apex before the end of the season. And then we play them. They have another two-game series in early September. And then we play them. That that could be the decider, um, the second-to-last series of the season for both of us. Oh, um, wow. Is uh, Crabs versus Voyager. So that could ultimately determine who wins the division there, that three game series in Providence. So, 
Um, but then yeah, they close out the huge. series or season in Buffalo. So, it you know, it's it's very possible that the Voyagers go above or go right at 500 or maybe a little bit above it. But I don't see them doing much better than that. Yeah, and talking about the end there, how second to last is against the Voyagers. My player is not exactly the best. No situations as um, when back when I was in the minors, which was just a season ago. Yeah. When the Kingpins won the World Series, it was the last game. We win. We win the title. If we lose, we lose the title on tiebreak. And my pitcher screwed it up for us. But especially here in the minors, sorry, majors, my rookie season, lots of pressure will be just on everyone. Absolutely. And then looking ahead for the Crabs, I mean, we don't have a very easy schedule either. We've got three games right away against the Sloths, um, who are um, have the best record in the Legends in the conference. I mean, uh, a two-game series against New Orleans are always tough. A two-game series against Nashville and then Death Valley. And then, as I mentioned, um, that one in New York in September. Our September's a little bit easier. We have Vancouver, Maui, um, New York, and OBX. So I think we could finish really strong in September if we can just kind of keep keep going um, here. You know, we took care of business against the Sarasota Supernovas here this month already. and dropped a couple so if we can just kind of maintain it oh and then we got a two game against Detroit as well so um we've got you know we've got a tough August ahead of us um but if we can hang around 500 and maybe get some some uh, sim luck for the Voyagers and you know keep getting updates and everything uh going you know I think we'll be all right um yeah I I feel like it's just the team is pretty Sorry, young, I... and it's improving at a pretty good rate. So, yeah, the end, of the second half of the season, or the end of the second half of the season, is just going to be a big hill to climb, and then we have a downhill, and then we may have just a Mount Everest peak against OBX. But I feel like that is a a good end to the season, especially with the way that we've been hovering around five hundred steadily. Yeah, I think I think when when you're a, a team this young, you know, we have players like um like Will Love on offense and and Slokin in and then in the pitching, which has been great, we have uh, yourself and and CJ um and I don't think and and Kagamine who you know is only second full season right in the in the um, majors here, third or I guess after three seasons in the minors. So, I mean, a little bit more developed, but not uh, not by much. And um, Yeah, this um, young core will, are definitely growing at a similar pace, which means that when we all go to our primes, we'll be quite literally unstoppable. And yep. so if we can get a good result on this season, this could be the start of, like, a big dynasty. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's the intent by Sorry there and how he's trying to kind of guide this team. But, uh, um, you know, since you're a pitcher, we can talk quick about the pitching staff. I mean, the bullpen is uh, has the best ERA in the Legends, just under three. Um, so very solid. And yourself, uh, I mean, a .64 ERA, that's... Uh, that's exceptional. I mean, one earned run in your last ten appearances. Uh, that's, I mean, amazing, really. <laughs> yeah, the sim has definitely favored me, but you know, as I get um, more experienced, I'll get more innings because I think I'm getting like 0.2 innings a game or whatever. Yeah, and then I'll start to become more consistent. As like one game, I had three earned runs, and the rest I have like zero. So yeah, it'll just be consistency is the number one thing going forward. Yeah, you're very much in that uh, specialist role, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you've gotten 28 innings pitch, and like, you know, by the numbers, like, well, you didn't give up a single run in June. Like, well, over 8.2 innings, right? So, um, yep. but so far, I mean, we're not too deep in August, and you've already gotten three innings of action. Um, against uh, Sarasota where you actually got the win and then um, you had a 
inning of work against uh, Indy. So you've already gotten three innings, you know, which is almost as much as your entire July. So, I mean, um, it'll, it'll probably happen more and more. And then as you, you know, just kind of keep developing, you know, right now you got a pretty, you know, good baseline and just we got keep up the earning all around, not just you, the whole team really. And, uh, and I think it'll be fine. So Yeah. Um, also, just notable earlier today, I saw myself on stream for the first time in the in the majors. Nice. And it was, yeah, and it was two runs scoreless versus boys, and we lost. But I also saw a Will Love home run to try to start our offense again after like six innings of no runs. Yeah, that's another. Um peculiar case with the with the um you mentioned will love and the, and the crabs here is that he's historically been pretty good and that's kind of because he was platooned early on and and uh but this i mean this season has not been nearly as good as last season you know, last season um he was batting 267 and and he had 15 home runs. Well, at this point, he has more home runs, but his averages dip down significantly, and his OPS is down, his WAR is negative, so um, he's not really um, getting the sim luck, despite being a fairly solid player, really. Um, yeah, and just to magnify the just amount the role the sim plays in his last five games, he's batting 476 with three homers, which just shows he can. He can be the man if the sim decides to let him. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I kind of got the feeling, you know, what's what I've noticed with Out of the Park is it kind of it kind of balances, right? Or it kind of like tries to um, correct itself. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it yeah, like if, if like a a player who is a a player like of Will Love's caliber, who at this point in his career is probably not like a you know batting three. 100 plus consistently and hitting 25 home runs right but like he should be a 250 to 260 hitter with about 20 home runs right and yeah and it kind of feels like the sim is almost trying to at this point with the last uh what do we got like 30 games of the season it's almost feels like it's trying to correct itself if that makes sense yeah and like just over the course of the season we've followed up one eight sims with like and two sims, so yeah, it is. It's out of hand, but it's quite consistent, actually. Once you hit the median, yeah. And now my fear is that it'll affect some of like the overperforming players, like yourself, right? Where yeah, <laughs> like it'll say, well, a pitcher with your rating shouldn't be having a point six four ERA. Better give you, you know, three three earned runs and two-thirds of innings of work. <laughs> and then yeah. there goes the ERA, right? <laughs> so Yeah. It's always a scare, but, you know, just that, 30 more games. Let's pray. That is the uh, tricky thing about pitching. It it can be very uh, feast or famine, especially in the bullpen. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the intent for you is to get into the starting rotation uh, sooner or later and replace um, – some of the pitchers closer to regression, right? So, yeah, um, like like George Washington. Yeah, and he's he's a stopper, but I was just saying in the in the four man yeah. rotation we got. So I can't remember um, everyone's exactly, but like Bark is still pretty young. But then you have a guy like um, you have a guy like Rich Evans who's um, going to get hit pretty hard with regression. Ivy Leaf is a little bit younger than Evans, but not. Not by much, but still still some gas in the tank. So I think that's the plan is ultimately kind of work your way into that starting rotation. Then And then draft-wise, I don't know how much you paid attention to that, but uh, we got Rankle, um, great user. He's on the stats team with me, and, uh, oh. and he's a pitcher as well. So kind of staggering the regression, right? So you kind of have that next yeah, man like... up. Mentality. When I start breaking into the starting lineup, he'll be maybe middle to end of the middle relief, which is brilliant by um sorry. Yep. Just like we have a new man every step of the way. Yep. 
And so that way, when you know you lose a key player, it's not as big of a blow, right? When you lose them either to regression or you know, there's a there's a lot of I don't know how much you know about like the cap restrictions and everything, but the better you are, the more they cost to have on your team, right? So yeah. Um. So basically, um, if we lose a player because it's like we have to decide between you know, younger players or older players, and generally speaking, teams decide on the younger players, especially if they're really active. Well, what's nice about the Crabs right now is that we can kind of have that next person waiting in the wings, and uh, it's not as severe as a drop-off. So um, I hope it's a dynasty, but I think we're in good position to be fairly successful year in and year out. And then, like, next season you'll have... Um, myself getting called up uh mm -hmm. so it won't be as like severe of a drop off at the catcher position um because i'll have like a baseline of 600 plus tpe right so and then you'll also um have another batter waiting in the wings in um in um uh fans player i can't think of it jose 43 i think is his name so oh, he was yeah. also our most recent draft pick so i mean we're just kind of each and every season, you know, our draft class, because you and I are in the same draft class, right? So each yep. and every season, like picking a couple solid players here and there, right? Um, that's, yeah. I that's kind of what it's about. Yeah. In the season when I got picked, we had four first round picks. And we obviously trade some away, but like four first round picks. And that's what you need to just jumpstart a team. Yeah, and and you couple that with some some good veterans. You have um, Kraustis, uh, Lemon, uh, Ruiz, and then and then Love as well. And then you and then you couple that again, and and Dordovich, of course. I always give Leafer a hard time, but that Leafer's player um, is is uh, solid as well. And then during the off season, acquiring Willie Cologne, who's potentially a Hall of Fame player. Um, and is having, you know, maybe not quite the season he's had in, in previous years, but still a solid season nonetheless. Um, yeah. You know, that that's a early formings of a good team. And then we also got Cloudera, who um, the Sim is not liked for whatever reason. I'm, I'm not really sure why, but, uh, but anyway, it's, um, yeah, there's a lot of, um, good things coming and you know honestly if it doesn't all happen and all kind of culminate this season i think it can definitely i think it can definitely um come to fruition more um in s31 and s32 so you know uh sorry and i talk a little bit and and he's very like savvy right and he wants you know he's very gm like and wants to yeah. make moves and make things happen and you know I'm all for uh, making moves and everything, but I think sometimes we got to focus on our future. And right right now, like, we could be good in S30 this season. Um, but is this, like, our perfect window? Probably not. Um, it's probably, like, 31 or 32. It's a lot better outlook. Um, maybe, you know, 33. But, you know, so it's kind of like I tell Sorry, hey, would <laughs> probably don't want to jeopardize, you know, future windows just for, you know, a few extra wins this season because it can be so chaotic and it looks like it looks like we're going to make the playoffs. So, you know, let's just kind of keep the core and keep it going. So, yeah, I feel like with other teams, like I think it was Seattle keeps on trading away their future for like non bad seasons. Is that correct or is that another team? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I, honestly, it's yeah. it's hard for me to keep track of all the other. Teams. Yeah, I was just scrolling through some PTs and saw people mentioned a team that like just traded away their future for a window at a shot at the playoffs, and I just feel <clears throat> sorry that um that's just not how you do it. You it's um managing a team is a long process. Yeah. And if you're going to make moves for right now, it better work out well. Well, and 
and sometimes it's just you know we see we call it sim luck and everything and there's yeah. just a degree of randomness where even if you do try to make all these waves and get these players you know like like let's use our team for example last season right um tried to make a splash by getting uh burrow and uh rj menard but like it just was it just happened a little bit too late and it didn't quite pan out so we you know we're we're just kind of out of the playoffs um and and couldn't quite get into the playoffs even after a couple big time acquisitions like that right so yeah um yeah sometimes patience i mean patience is a virtue is what they say right so having having a little patience and just kind of letting letting the process uh do its thing and getting people uh, ready and waiting in the wings, I think, is kind of the way to go. So, yeah, just one absolutely absurd thing is that my ERA zero point six four and my WHIP is also zero point six four. I don't think I've ever seen that before ever. Or yeah, generally speaking, your WHIP is a little bit lower than your ERA. I mean, in, yeah, for most most people, but um, wonder if that's just because you you uh pitch so few innings that they kind of converge like that yeah also the way i pitch is kind of like mark burley it's just like let them hit it ah. and usually they'll get an out because yeah me being junk ball usually not for the strikeouts and we i saw in my game the first inning versus boys there was runners on first and second with zero outs and i got lucky and they grounded into a double play but yep. that's just kind of how i roll but I mean that's that's in a really it's a really efficient way to to um you know work especially you know getting the ground balls because stamina is such a huge thing um in this league right where uh, if you have tired arms or you're constantly using the bullpen a lot um, or your bullpen arms can't um, last more than you know say an inning or something like that. Um, and you have to, like I said, shuffle through that bullpen a lot. Um, it it makes a big difference, especially come playoff time. So when you're a a, a junk baller, you know, kind of ground ball inducing pitcher, right? It 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 really does save a lot on the team, a lot more than you think it does by getting those, you know, uh, two first two outs with one pitch, right? So um, yeah. So and looking at our bullpen, it's slightly tired rested rested slightly tired and rested and yeah that just makes a huge difference going to the next couple games absolutely so um how are you how are you feeling about uh, pbe i can't remember were you in pbe previously did you recreate uh no this is actually my this is my first player okay um yeah, at the first like the first week or so, it was just so confusing because I came from the from the VHL and okay. their forum just is a lot simpler as like everything's automated. But after that learning curve of just asking my GM, which was Dag and Musi, and okay. the um, rookie mentor people, it just yeah, I really got to the point where I could be independent. Yeah, and and Moosey's a great, uh, great, great resource for sure. Yeah. Um, well, um, cool. I mean, how are you liking your player like build and the results? I mean, obviously the results are pretty solid, right? Um, so yeah. far, but uh, how are you feeling about like your progression and everything? So, for the entire minor period, Moosey just told me what to do, and I did it. And obviously him being experienced, it worked out. But I think going forward, I just, like, know more the meta, obviously, with the circle change. And going forward, I definitely have a solid build. I've laid out the foundations, and now I just need to build up. But, yeah, it feels like this could really be a good career where I could do a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and that's and that's awesome. I mean, that's what it's all about to me, I guess, is really uh kind of i mean yeah i get that it's uh it's good to consult with uh it's good to consult with people who understand the engine and the and the the uh like the structure of the league a little bit but 
I think yeah. it's uh, nice to always put your own twist on it. And, like, for me, because I was kind of similar, this is my first player. Um, oh. it, it, I kind of said, well, this is what I'd like to do. And then kind of let um, other people say, okay, well, to get this, you're going to need to increase that rating or this rating or, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that, that was kind of how I approach it. So it's still like, you know, the end result is still what I'm looking for, but, uh, how I get there is kind of helped guided by a lot of other, um, veteran, uh, users in this league. So, um, yeah. And just, that's what, that's what I like. And just having your player as a catcher, I mean, just like, how kind of is it? Because after recreating, I definitely want to become a hitter. And catcher is definitely up there on positions that I'd like to try out. Well, so so catcher is kind of like, um, in, in Out of the Park, the engine is very, um, very much so um, biased or really likes defense. Um, not that defense isn't important. It just really, really likes um, good defensive players in specific positions. Your two middle infielders, your catcher, and your center fielder, kind of the, the positions where they get the ball a lot. Um, yeah. And that's kind of true to real life. I, In my personal opinion, I think out of the park tweaks it a little bit too much because that's just my opinion. But um, So the thing with catcher is it's it's great to um be a catcher um because you can pretty much i mean you're pretty much it's tough to swap you out and and it's not like you can be changed around very much like the corner infielders can be changed around and your outfielders can be swapped around your two middle infielders can be swapped around and, and then obviously with pitchers you have you know kind of anyone usually pitch anywhere if they you know depending on their stamina and everything and um, stuff. So what's unique about catcher is you're kind of the guy. Um, and the only downside is you're a little bit, I'd argue, compared to some position. Like, if you just want to hit and, like, you want to just hit a lot, catcher's yeah. probably not the best position for that because of how much you need to invest in defense. Um, not to yeah. say you can't be successful. There's a lot of, like, really good hitting catchers out there. Um so like you, can, you can definitely do, do both. So yeah, um, I also feel like if you are a catcher and you get somehow get on a team that has a good catcher, you kind of just won't get any playing time because that's yeah, their that's, guy. That's the tricky thing. So like I said, when you're a catcher, you're the guy. Well, if the team already has their guy, you know there can only be thirty. Um, 30 i guess this is an mlb but there can only be uh 16 catchers you know starting right so mm -hmm. so it's it can be a little bit tricky i was fortunate to like end up with the crabs um who kind of needed a catcher replacement eventually um and then it helped me a lot actually when we acquired burrow last season because then i wouldn't have to have come up this season because i had been very bad <laughs> this season um so a lot of it kind of worked out in the end i guess um uh but but yeah i think i think catcher is a good position um it prob you know i came in not knowing much of anything about the league or or anything like that um it it would probably make more sense if you kind of had like a team in mind that you wanted to end up at or you knew um like say that there's a bunch of catchers about to go in regression or something like that like it if you wanted to truly stay catcher a lot of teams like in the scouting process will ask you if you want to switch because really in this league it's about the player and about the earning and uh and in, in the contribution factor, not so much, you know, if they're willing to switch positions, that's a huge benefit for the team because then they can put them, you know, in a in a different position that is a need for that team. So, um, yeah. Anyway, and just in terms of my feelings, I mean, shouldn't a guy with 0.47 ERA 
0.6 war, a save, and a 1-0 record. Shouldn't that guy be an all-star? Well, I mean, you're talking about yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the the tricky thing is the number of innings pitched. Yeah. Um, because I think by the time the All Star, um, I think by the time the All Star game rolled around, you know, you only had like twenty innings of work. Sounds so right. You only had twenty, you know, innings pitched, right, or just over. Whereas a lot of your other pitchers had a lot larger sample size, so I would make the argument like a, I don't remember the exact All Star roster. They're you know, but but I would argue like a pitcher that's thrown a one five ERA over double the innings pitched or triple the innings pitched um, would be would be a more valuable All Star. But um, that's not to take anything away from a great season. I think some of it too is is. Uh, there's also some advanced um, numbers like the ERA plus and and FIP and everything like that that um, that mean a lot, you know, in in these uh, selections. What what I've noticed yeah. is and and this is kind of interesting. What like what I've noticed is that the players and and people in this league, as well as the engine of out of the park itself, are very very privy to like these advanced stats like they really like stats like um like for hitters i guess it, it's the uh um wrc plus and and it's the war and everything like that i mean last season we had somebody like set the single season rbi record at 110 hit 48 home runs and they didn't wow. even get mvp you know um because their war was half a point behind somebody else who got it right so mm -hmm. it's it's very much so uh war driven and i don't remember all the honestly i don't remember all the exact all-stars um but uh, you know i i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much about it i mean this this is like a long-term grind um yeah really i you know if you keep this up and and everything i you know no doubt about it you know all-star in the next five to six seasons but it, it's a good it's a definitely a good showing it's just i'm thinking that's probably why and i don't know if there's a minimum amount of innings in out of the park to like qualify for the all-star game too um but i'm guessing that's what it is so what minor team are you on currently i'm on the hepcats uh so, so if I you're in the kingpins you hate me a lot yeah <laughs> but no, it's um it's uh it's fun being on the Hepcats right now. Um the the team is... Yeah, they're kind of close to the division, I think. Yeah, in, we're not quite, in the wildcard race. We're not quite as good as we were the first two seasons I was there, which I don't you know, it's just a few pieces that haven't quite all come together, I don't think. I mean I feel like I've been you know, I've been doing pretty good, but uh yeah, um, you know, I've been, but I've been at three. I've been at three fifty TPE for over a season now. So yeah, that's um, so I've been kind of capped. I guess I can't really, you know, it's just like I can't really help the I can't really help the crabs because I'm not called up, and I can't really help the hepcats because I can't update. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm just a carcass, but um, but I mean a carcass that hits three thirty, but. Yeah, once you do hit that um, calling up, you'll feel like you're on top of the world with 500, whatever, 600 applied TPE. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll definitely help me. I mean, for batters, it's definitely, you know, pitchers you can kind of get in the bullpen and kind of ease into it a little bit. And, like, what you're mm -hmm. doing is you be a specialist and, like, kind of, you know, use you in spurts to kind of lessen the blow. But... Um, you see a lot of like good batters who early on in their careers are hitting high 190s, low 200s right away after three seasons in the minors, just because it's that much of a floor takes that much time to kind of ramp up into a successful batter in PVE. 
Um, it can be Especially done. Especially catchers. Yeah, yeah. So one of the ones, uh, one of the catchers that I um, worked with, who is my GM in Kansas City, his name is uh, Twitchy. Player is Ernie Witt. Um, you know, he's on he's on Maui, I think, and like and like he's finally like just starting to. And he's a max earner. I mean, he's a great player and user and, and GM of the Hepcats, but he's just now like starting after three or four full seasons now in uh, Cancun. And some of that's uh, what what we've called um, bad team syndrome. But like he's now at 246 with 11 home runs. Like he's just starting to kind of get the momentum as a batter. But it took him like. It took him like three seasons, you know, 195 as rookie, 209 his second, and then 229 his third season. And he's like, you know, an elite, like, earner and, and catcher. It just, it took him three seasons in the minors and now four seasons in the majors to kind of wow. like finally <laughs> get all the pieces together, right? So some of that's his team. Cancun isn't quite as good of a team as... Uh, as uh, say like maybe the maybe the crabs or like maybe where I'm at in the Hepcats right now, and it, it definitely yeah. makes a difference. Like if your team isn't as good around you, it it definitely seems to like drag good players down. So it's a very interesting, especially for pitchers like wins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, wins and and if they if there's no defense, like like I said, out of the park is really emphasizes defense. Not again, not that defense isn't important, but it's like. It's like if you're not if you're not good on defense, you're really bad on defense. Is kind of how it seems, and and that defensive ability directly impacts runs and ERA because the you know when you're simming the thought process is well, if a player can't get to a ball soon enough, make a throw soon enough, that's somebody on base, and now you've got when people get on base, then you know that generally leads the scoring, right? So yeah. I guess um a lot of uh yeah, a lot of a lot of defensive emphasis for sure in uh out of the park. I just took at the standings for like the first time in a long time. I used to just look mm -hmm. at our conference. Yep. But can we talk about how Sarasota has five wins? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, are they gonna break a record or something? Um, maybe I I I'm not enough of a PBE historian to know, but uh, they're definitely trying to if they haven't already. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of people do what uh do test sims where they take the uh take the file and and kind of simulate an entire season with it, like take the the offline files they call it, and and do a a sim and out of the park to kind of see. You know how how it's gonna play out and everything because it helps with the predictions and stuff like that, or it can at least get you an idea for predictions and those kind of things. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it seems as though it seems as though like I don't know to say it seems as though this was expected. I guess with uh, with yeah with them. I mean, I think most Sims I saw was eight to 10 wins. Or oh. So. Uh, They're yeah. on base for that. Yeah, it seems seems to be the case, right? So. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, that that team is, um, I, if I remember um, what I've been told, it's, I think there was a while ago where that team tried to put a lot of chips into the pot, like uh. try to go all in for a season and traded a lot of assets away. And then um, it didn't really come to fruition. Um, they kind of went, tried to go big, and, and they couldn't go all the way. And these last few seasons have been kind of the aftermath of that one season push where they tried to go all in and win it all. Um, they they did not do that, um, or they didn't end up winning at all, and now they're kind of in this fallout a little bit from that. 
And, yeah. And, it, and then they've also like... been trying to re recuperate some of those assets. They've been taking on a lot of older regressing players. See, a lot of teams like to kind of ship away their older players that um, are so are getting so close to heavy, heavy regression where it almost yeah. doesn't make sense for them to be on the team anymore. Um, so uh, Sarasota's kind of taken a lot of those players in, but taking picks in, you know, in exchange for kind of that cap relief. So they've got a lot of picks coming up here in the next few seasons. And I think, I'm not saying they're intentionally tanking, but they probably are. Um, they've, I think they've got a good person in mind to draft first overall this season. So um, I think it's all kind of part of their plan right now. So yeah. and like and like <clears throat> their GM is a is a good good shortstop. He actually won the Gold Glove oh, last wow. season. So like he's he's a good defensive shortstop. And that's where you need defense at. So I mean, they can, they can, they can do stuff. You know, um, it, it's just, yeah. Right now, it's pretty ugly. So now I want to switch on the topic about PBE money because, yeah. especially me, right now, I'm struggling. How are you doing? Um, I think I got a cool thirty mil in the bank. So, what? but. But I I'd done podcasts consistently when I was um uh, with with Enoch, who's now the New York Voyagers GM. So we don't talk. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. We talk a lot. But um, uh, no. Uh, so I did a lot of podcasts with him. You know, the first two seasons. So I think I did twelve podcasts with oh him God. over the first um over the first uh, two seasons in the minors there with the Hepcats, right? So. Um, couple, yeah. couple that. I mean, that's over. That's almost fifty million dollars right there in uh, PPP money. Can you money. like? Can you like bribe, bribe Enoch to like tank or something? <laughs> well, I, I he doesn't need the money. That's why he kind of stopped doing it, and he would rather support his team since he was kind of transitioning out of being the Hepcats GM right when I got there. So, um, he's probably helping his. Uh, players on New York earning, but uh, Enoch has like 400 million, so I don't know if he needs any more money. Jeez. Um, but no, and I'm also the stats team head, so that pays yeah. um, like 5 million. And, um, you know, so really a, a lot of people, what they do to earn is 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 take a job um, if they don't feel like typing a bunch of, you know, media <laughs> or doing a podcast or something like that. But podcasts were kind of my initial one. Obviously, you can get some from the contract. I mean, my my intent uh, is to pretty much ask for minimum amount of money. I don't really want to rely much on my contract um, just because it'll help the team out a lot more if I um, can still earn, max earn, as they say. Um, yeah. But, um, I haven't earned as much this season, so I definitely need to pick it up. That's why I was kind of pushing to get a podcast done here so I could, um, so I could basically uh, get – um, back on track a little bit and make sure I can get all my training um, because it's it's probably all but guaranteed that I'm getting called up next season so I'm going to need a big boost on um, yeah. my defense and and on, and on my hitting too just so I can bat 190 <laughs> yeah and for me I think my bank's sitting at like two mil right now but on the bright side I have applied for the for the rookie mentor job but Unconfident has not been online for the past, like, week or so. Okay. So, yeah, that well, hopefully is $7 million. Yeah, well, um, I mean, like I said, we'll have we'll have a stat team position open, too, but that's a little bit of writing, I guess, and typing, so... Um, but it's it's uh, not too bad to get to work with me. It's pretty fun. <laughs> no, but... Um, uh, yeah, I think that that's, like, four, four and a half million a season. So I mean, and then and then your contract. I think you're five million right now. Three. Um, I don't know. I took the standard deal. I think this season is three million. Is it five three three? Is that how it works? I can't. Yeah, remember. last season I got the five million. Yeah. So 
So that'll that'll help, and then I mean, you get a little bit from the JPTs, I think, or you used to get like three hundred thousand yeah. or something small like that. Yeah. But um, otherwise, a lot of people what they do is they just start writing, man. Um, they just start you know writing posts, and uh, especially like when it's double media like this to capitalize. I I like talking, or probably podcast more like rambling, but um, I don't mind talking, and and I think this is an easy way, just because I mean I could type for an hour straight but i guess uh sometimes it's just tough for me to get my thoughts into the keyboard so um anyway but uh otherwise i mean obviously you've been keeping up on like the the uh all the point tasks and and everything else yeah. that's kind of free tpe right so um and and that that honestly you can you can earn quite a bit too it's just that like you know, if you're what they say, max earning, right? I mean, right now you're pretty much kind of like keeping your head above water with the training, right? So, yeah, um, which is fine. And then it's like, you know, to get that big, you know, 45 TPE boost each season in and out, which, which after, you know, say six seasons, well, that's, that's over 250 TPE, right? So that, that adds up mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, yeah. So, I guess that's that's kind of where uh, generally people are at and trying to uh, earn max earn is for that um, big TPE influx. That's why I need to do you know keep this up because right now I think I just crossed over for like 500, so I'm like in the low 510s and yeah. um, which is you know pretty good. I'm a little bit lower pace than probably what I should be. I'm probably like like 10 or 15 off. But initially when I signed up, I didn't really think about ACs and and then I missed a couple like. I've missed a few predictions and tasks and stuff like that. So mm. it, it it probably, you know, that probably cost me like 20 TPE, which in the big picture won't mean a ton, a ton, but, um, but, uh, I'll, I'll, but still... I mean, you could have bat 200 instead of 190 next season. Yeah, right. Well, I think it takes a little bit more than 20 TPE to do that. It's like 60 now at this point, because it's getting to the point where like my, you know, and you're seeing it too. It's like, when you're in those 60s and 70s, it takes a lot of TPE just to bump it up a point, yeah. right? So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I guess I don't, you know, the the thing I tell everyone and um, about earning is you just have to kind of find what works for you. You know, what works for me is podcasts. I just wish, you know, there was a, a enough people that consistently wanted to do podcasts and then, you know, I'd be more willing to do them every week like I was doing with with Enoch there. So if if anyone wanted like on the crabs to do a podcast week in and week out, like like I could do it by myself, but talking for an hour by myself kind of sounds sad. I mean, that's kind of what I do already. I guess I have a cat to listen to me, but he doesn't really talk back. But, you know, um I guess that's the that's the thing. You just got to find that find that thing that works for you and and some people um you have a guy like uh, Bark Murley, right, fellow pitcher. You know, he does a lot of jobs. Um, he's got, um, I don't even know, honestly. He's got, like, three or four different PBE jobs. Um, and then uh, Will Love is a grader. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can that you can do. Um, and maybe the simplest thing is just to crank out um, posts, you know, for you if you just would rather type. or It, it depends on your schedule. You know, I know it's hard to kind of block off an hour to do these consistently but that's i i can fit it in my schedule this is what i like to do is just kind of talk because i can kind of collect my thoughts as i go and shoot from the hip a little bit and have a little fun so yeah i think i would be willing to do more but yeah i don't have a ton of time it would be either saturdays or sunday evenings but since i'm pacific time that yeah, that's that's I get that. So not a big deal, but uh, I'm I'm gonna try to keep it more consistent here, just because we'll have guys like um, you know maybe maybe get Van in the rookie batter coming in. I don't know how he earns if he usually does that. Um, I've done I've done um podcasts with uh uh Bark there too. Um. Maybe maybe we'll get somebody else going um, as well. I'm not sure, but you know I'm open to I'm open to whatever so long as it uh, 
so long as it kind of helps everyone else too because it's not like it splits the four million between i mean we each get four million right and now with a double that's eight so like that's great i think it's i think it's a pretty cool uh cool way to earn um yeah so anyway i guess uh we've got like another 15 minutes until we cross the magical 60 minute mark um so you talked about um recreating interestingly enough i would i would almost want to recreate as a as a pitcher i feel like i feel like i can earn well enough to be a pitcher um and and you know there's now this this first player like i said i haven't done everything optimally like i forgot a bunch of tasks and early on and like just yeah. didn't have my kind of routine and setup or like now now i kind of know what to do week in and week out right but like the first few weeks you know i missed some prediction stuff and whatever else right so um they fixed that because sometimes the notifications would pop up and they'd be really confusing for the predictions like i don't know how to explain it but um anyway i guess uh i think i think you know it'll be like a couple of years which who knows by then but i think i'd like to recreate as a pitcher just to just to try my hand on the earning side you know um, yeah, I don't know what I'd be though. You said you're a junk baller. I saw Enoch who created a um, pitcher recently. I think it's a flamethrower, but I don't know. There's so many like things where you can do an arc change, and when you have when yeah. you have money like that, what you can do is just change your player to kind of um, fit the build of the team um, yeah. a little bit. So I'm I'm not sure what the meta is, but it'd be fun to be a pitcher. Um, I kind of like the kind of like the mark burley mentality you know i saw something that yeah. uh you, you watch uh, speed runs at all or anything like that like video game speed runs or anything yeah i've watched the foolish baseball video the what the, um there is a foolish baseball about mark burley. yeah well in in and and i watched this uh summoning salt or whatever who who kind of uh, archives yeah. speed runs and stuff like that and 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 they said like that Mark Burley's like the speed runner of baseball because, because yeah, of how many like ground balls and how one. few pitches he throws and how yeah. few times he does pickoffs and everything. It's just like he just keeps the game going. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. But I don't know what I'd um, create as you know. There's also like a lot of um, effort done on the uh, on the in the balancing side of things. Um, you know, there's a lot of like testing and. And balancing to make sure like the archetypes are kind of well balanced like right now it feels like there's a few that stand above the rest it feels like the freak and uh the magician and handyman and you know maybe big man on campus or uh, the cannon or whatever those are the only ones i know of for hitting right now i know there's yeah another one but my biggest interest for recreating his hitter is just the abundance of arc types yeah and and that's and that's pretty fun although i don't know if the streak is used very much anymore like sometimes the downside with these archetypes is like they're kind of sometimes they just go out of phase you know as either the game updates or players updates and like also i think the ratings and out of the park are all relative so like if everyone was a hundred you know then everyone would be average that makes sense yeah so so it's um it's kind of it's kind of interesting uh, like I'm a handyman which is kind of like well-rounded defensively and offensively which I think works well for catcher right? Yeah. So um um but I think I I don't know what I'd do for pitcher but I guess I'll have a lot of time to think about it. I mean I'm only third season in, right? So that's going to be like yeah. a S45 kind of thing. So <laughs> um while a while to think about that i guess yeah it's been going on for so many seasons yeah it has um, that's the other thing these these guys need to in the, i mean i get it like you can't change it in the index but you know everyone in pve talks about like oh s30 but you know on the on the uh, index it's like oh no it's 2045 and it's like ah need a, i need a crossover chart yeah. or something like that so and if you were going to recreate a pitcher now, I would have one advice for you, and that's pump the change. Pump the change? Pump. 
Yeah, that's the UMP. That's the ticket. Oh yeah. Um I think CJ was talking about changing his first pitch to change and me the first thing they had me do is when I went in the majors is get circle change to 100 overall. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty broken. But also, you heard me typing. I was pulling up the TP index, and for the first time for season 28, I I'm in the first page for earners. Nice. Yeah, barely there though at the tenth spot. Well, but I yeah, mean, I I I think I posted that too in a little screenshot. I think I'm right behind you at eleventh there. Yeah, I was. Maybe some updates happen. I still got an update here for this week. So after this evening, after this podcast, I'm gonna have to do a few tasks and earn my I don't know, probably like fifteen or seventeen or whatever it is anymore. But um. But yeah, I think uh I mean that's that's great and like that's why uh that's why the crab spent first rounders on us, right? So um but uh, I'm a little like I said, a little off pace for earning, but not not too bad where it's I, you know, I'll I'll hang around, we'll be alright. So I'm I'm gunning for rookie of the year next year. Maybe maybe you can get rookie of the year this year. I don't know all the rookies up right now, but I mean you know all star is kind of tough because you're you're in with the wolves, man. You're like, <laughs> you got a lot of, you know, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred plus TPE guys, and you're like five hundred. <laughs> so you're you're gonna you got a, a tough battle sometimes as a reliever uh, to make the all star as a pitcher to make the all star when you got all these vets. But you know maybe the rookie of the year race, you know, making a making a good case for it, right? So that could be. That could be something. Not sure though. Um, it'll it'll be a lot more clear, you know, after this last sim. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Like it it seems like it takes a while, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is the last sim week. <laughs> so. Um, now. Give me your. Okay, let's look at the the let's look at the uh, legend standings. Give me who do you, how do you think this shakes out? Like what who's first, second, third, fourth in the East right now in the Legends? Like at the end of the season, like by this time next week, the dust is settled, the Sims are over. Who 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 does it? Who who makes the push? Who's who's in? Who's out? I mean, let's just look at the East, I guess. So who's one through four? Give me your one through four. Okay, for East, I would say I would give one to us, especially with that series versus the the voyagers yeah i feel like that could really push us ahead two would be voyagers and for three i would say surge just because i heard you mention obx plays the voyagers yeah and i don't feel like that's going to work out well with them and so i feel like it'll stay the same just us in the voyagers swap okay okay well the void the obx beat um, New Orleans on stream, which is the weirdest thing. And what? New Orleans is a good team, but uh, um, yeah, I I think I'd agree with you with that. So, um, I'll say for the West now, I think everything is gonna hold pattern, um, exactly as is right now. So San Antonio with a seven game lead over Boise, who's a good team as well. Uh, but mm. Boise's probably gonna stay there, get the wild card, and then I I think Maui and Vancouver are like they're eight games apart. So I think they're gonna stay stay exactly where they are. So, yeah. Now, um, what about the ch the champions? We don't talk much about that, but uh, I think it's probably safe to say Sarasota's got the four in the East locked yeah. in. But uh, I would definitely bet a bet a bunch on that. But the Nashville Stars and the Detroit Demons, like like they can definitely, you know, flip around. They're very. Oh wait, no, I read that wrong. Never mind. Their records flip. No, it's. It's probably gonna hold the same pattern, right? It's probably like where the standings are right now is probably where it's gonna be, right? Yeah, and especially those top teams, they have very strong leaders and yeah, New Orleans second in their conference, that's crazy. But yeah, they'll definitely put up a good fight with each other. Yeah. But their first and second teams being 
better than our division's first team. Yeah. I mean, a lot a lot can happen, but it feels like the standings are kind of set except for, like, our division. <laughs> um, yeah. So, And then um, you mentioned the uh, player t um, team totals. Looking at the team TPE totals, we just crossed over the 20K mark. So uh, we're at 20,000 team TPE and only uh, 3,000 from the from the um, highest team and 1,000 or 1,500 from the next uh, team ahead of us. So, you know, we're just trailing the Sloths, Rougarous, Apex, um, and for whatever reason, the Cancun Toros can't figure it out, but uh, they're, they're all the way up to 2,300. But um, anyway, so that's kind of exciting, right? I mean, got some got some TPU going now. Um, I think we just got to keep up these uh, updates and uh, keep the keep a good squad together, and I think it'll work out really well. Now the now the last question I got for you, as we're pretty much uh, pretty much good for time at this point. Um, do you? How do you feel like next season and like, you know, by this point next week, we'll kind of know if we make the playoffs, but, but do you feel like next season, you know, your current player's success is going to like be tough to maintain? Um, is that, I don't say concern you, but like, is that something that you like, um, are going to force yourself to tamper expectations? Cause like for me, like last season i think i hit like 361 in the minors and like well that's just tough to do <laughs> you know two seasons in a row right um so right now i'm hitting 330 which is a good season so it's like um how do you how do you feel about like your next season you know obviously or hopefully optimistic about it but like um what are you looking forward to most next season i guess Oh, did I lose you? I can't hear anything. You can't? Nope, now I can. Oh, no. There you go. You're back. Okay. So I was just saying that next season I hope to get more pitching time. Yep. And I feel like I have to force myself to think. Force yourself to think. Nope. Lost you. How about now? All right, now, now I got you. Yep. Or I need to force myself to think that more time will just naturally get the ERA up. And if it doesn't, then hallelujah. But I think it probably will go up a little bit. Well, I think that's uh, that's probably the best way to look at it. You know, it, it can be fairly random. Um, so nothing, nothing's guaranteed, right? And um, all we can do is just kind of keep upgrading the the attributes that help us and the in the team the most, and and try to try to push on. You know, baseball's kind of a unique sport where you like have to you're on a team, but it's a very much like individual uh, kind of one-on-one matchup, um, right? Where it's like batter versus pitcher, and then like in that moment, it's just you versus them. So it's comes down to like how good you are versus how good they are and then um but then once the ball's in play it's kind of like a team sport and like like you know the defense has to kind of work together and then when you're on offense the base running and the hitting has to work together so it's a all we can do is uh is just kind of keep working with our gms and teams and and keep upgrading and anyone who's listening you know just just keep it up you know if you have a bad sim day that's my that's my handle in the in the in the in the uh, Discord for the crabs, you know, it's a bad sim day. But uh, um, I think uh, I think uh, crabs wise, we're looking very good, and I'm excited to be up in the majors with you next season, sports boys. So yeah. we'll have a little pitcher catcher uh, connection there, and uh, you know, I'll gun some I'll gun some dudes out for you. So um, and I'll try to stop the you know keep the keep the ball in front of me, right? So. Don't don't throw it in the dirt though. I know you're a junk baller, but just kind of keep it. You know, don't throw it in the dirt that much. All right. Anyway, well, 
I think we're going to wrap it up here. And uh, thank everyone so much for tuning in. Our first little uh, crab-centric uh, PBE all-around uh, podcast in the books for this S30. So um, I will get this uploaded. And, uh, and uh, hopefully everyone has a great uh, week. And maybe we'll chat again after the playoffs or in the offseason. You got any final words, sports boy? Just uh, thanks for having me on here. It was really fun and yeah. a good source of money. Absolutely. Well, it's all that's what it's all about. Kind of having a little fun and uh, earning a few few bucks here and there. So, anyway, we're gonna call it here and um, have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.